As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Dreyer, once again from the E3 show floor, and I am here with Marcin Ivinsky, the co-founder and um, now not the CEO, but one of the head honchos of uh, <laughs> CD Project Red. What's your official title, Marcin? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Love to see you. I'm a joint CEO. So there's two of us. It's me and, and, and Adam, Adam Kiczynski, and okay, I'm also gotcha. the co-founder, as you mentioned. Gotcha, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Joint CEO of CD Project Red. Yeah. Hello, Marcin. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Pleasure. So first of all, congratulations on all these reveals that you guys had. Um, I guess the the first question I want to ask you is, how the hell did you get The Witcher 3 running on the Switch? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I mean, the, the, uh, we've been thinking about it uh, uh, for quite some time. And uh, we've been working in the past with Saber Interactive, a super talented uh, uh, company. Uh, they actually help us out with uh, the 4K uh, updates for Witcher 3 on uh, Xbox One and, and PS4. Mm-hmm. And then we started talking and they thought, hey, we would like to give it a go. They already knew the code. And off we go. I mean, they delivered something amazing and, and yeah, we're really proud of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, is it actually running at 30 frames a second or mm-hmm. what? No, it's not running at all. You know, it's just a, just a <laughs> fake announcement. You have to please the world. Nah. That's what I figured. You guys, you <laughs> no, guys it, is. it is. It is. And, uh, <laughs> and, yeah, and, and uh, actually, we really wanted uh, DC3 to, to uh, fully focus uh, on uh, on Cyberpunk 2077, uh-huh. but uh, we'll be we'll be showing, uh, f- I hope, fairly soon um, The Witcher 3 on Switch. So, actually, on the non-believers, we'll be able to uh, give it a go and, <laughs> and see that 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 it does work. Cool. Um, so yeah, so a couple of weeks ago, you and I spoke. We were on Skype, and we yeah. went into some uh, labor issues that you guys yes. wanted to talk about: crunch, mandatory crunch, non-mandatory yes. crunch in yes. your case. And you guys reached out and you said you wanted to follow up. Did you have yeah. more that you wanted to add to that? I mean, uh, all I wanted to add is that we're working hard on it. So uh, when we when we talk to you, both myself and Adam Badowski, I think we're very serious about our commitment. And actually, uh, working through the demo at E3, it was it was a good moment to uh, to actually make it work, mm-hmm. and and it did work. I think some people uh, were working long hours on the demo, and some who felt like they wanted to leave they were leaving and there was no problem about it so actually it's still you know uh, a lot of work uh, ahead of us because we uh, we um, want to make sure that that really there will be no guilt mm-hmm. in people who will be leaving uh, um, early if if uh, if they need to in case we ask some people to stay but uh, I think that's that's how how it's uh, how it's supposed to be, and, and yeah. I'm really happy with that. Yeah, I think there was a lot of conversation over the idea of non-mandatory crunch yes. because that doesn't really mean anything. Oftentimes, people say non-mandatory, but like if they feel pressured from their bosses or from their coworkers yeah. to stay late. But I think the, the the most important thing is to to make it a 
something normal, like part of the company culture, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you stay longer hours, if, if it's needed, it's okay. If you go home, just, just let's have an open conversation about it and uh, don't feel guilty. So th- that's what we really mean about uh, the non-obligatory crunch, but it's, it is as good as it works in practice because we can say a lot of things, but if it's not... Uh, um, introduced properly and, and then I mean introduction and, 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 and commitment is one thing but then making sure it, it works so both on the HR side uh, with the team leaders, the producers and whatnot. Yeah. and we're putting a lot of focus on that. Yeah, so if I'm a designer at CD Projekt Red yeah. and I say, you know what I have kids, I have a family, I'm going to work from 10 to 6 every day and that's it and even until the very end, is that, am I going to be okay with that? Is yes. That, yeah. yes, no matter yes. what. Yes. Okay. So you can commit to that. Yes. that it's, it's yeah, we've committed to that yeah, already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's yeah. good to hear that's yeah. good to hear because oftentimes it just feels like there's these like social pressures and subtle pressures I think you know uh, we we can never um, make be, be you know two hundred percent sure that there won't be some pressure, but it's yeah. it's actually our management work to make sure people are okay with that. And I think mm, I, I would like really people to tell other people within the company mm-hmm. that that's okay because that's that's when we uh, are successful when introducing it but so far so good yeah i was actually glad to see that you guys announced the game for april of 2020 because i had heard from some people oh we're going for 2019 it's unrealistic unrealistic like what are we gonna have to do to ourselves is is that one of the reasons you guys delayed it <sighs> <laughs> oh, you're digging way too deep, Jason. So, <laughs> That's uh, my job. Actually, actually, the, no. Just, just. Um, I think the, the the production plans are discussed with people, and the. Of course, we have to set a certain date because, as you know, uh, we could develop every single games we've been developing endlessly because you, there's always something you can tweak, add, make it better. Of course, and and people run crazy. So, so, so a set date is important, but it. It is hell lots of planning, and we take into account um, uh, a lot of variables. First and foremost, you know the, the production uh, capabilities, the time we think it's needed, the stage uh, um, at which we are, but but also the the, the, the the market environment. Like we are trying to hit a certain uh, good window. I think it's a good window, and it you know aligns with our production plan. So. Mm-hmm. I think it's good. Yeah, I mean, is it fair to say that you guys uh, uh, want wanted to hit that target to make sure that that it was like that people didn't have to kill themselves to make this? <laughs> Actually, it's uh, it's 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 direct result of our production planning, and and we're trying to make it realistic and and not make it you know a, a ginormous burden on the uh-huh. team. That, that that's obvious. I think you know. Um, why we've been making this public commitments yeah. is because we, we really care about the people uh, that are making this game. It's 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 not me, you know, coding there personally or or painting something. These are the super talented folks that decided to join us, and I want to make sure that you know they they, they feel taken care of yeah. and 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 respected. Yeah. Well, so when I saw the demo, the demo that you guys have here for those people who didn't get to see it is uh, a demo in which you show that every single quest in the game has multiple person like possibilities to yeah. solve it. You can do it non-lethally, you can lethally, you can seek around whatever. Um, which just seems to me, I was thinking, first of all, wow, this game could be incredible. Second of all, oh my god, the scope of this game is tremendous. Because um, it's got to be bigger than The Witcher 3 at this point in terms of the number of possibilities and then the amount of stuff you have to make. I think it's 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 hard to comment on, you know, the, the size, yes, it will be huge. It's non-linear, but uh, 
please remember that um, we are uh, more and more experienced. So with Witcher 3, actually, the, the that was a, a huge leap for us because that was the first open world game with story. So we, we've, we've been there, we've done that. I think this is easier, yes, but we're putting uh, more options and, and trying to take the non-linearity to, to the next level, especially with, with the gameplay freedom. But I think we have much better tools. The technology is, is, mm. is in a really good place. So uh, we're quite confident about it. Yeah, so is it is having more improved tool, having improved tools going to help you make that stuff more efficiently than you did yes, in Witcher 3? Yes, of course. Because Witcher 3, as we know, is a... Yeah, I mean, Witcher 3, you know, we're moving from... Um, uh, from the tech from Witcher 2 and yeah. as you remember released first Witcher 2 on PC and then a year later on Xbox 360 mm -hmm. and then mm, we actually decided it will not have a PS3 version because it will take us another year mm -hmm. to get the tech running we know what what PS3 was, uh, like I mean how difficult it was to program on it. So we've we've taken all that time to make sure it all works uh, on uh, on the next gen, which was um, uh, Witcher, mm -hmm. Witcher Three's case, and uh, uh, we had a lot of things to address back then. I think it's 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 much better, much more stable right mm -hmm. now. So so this technology is actually improved, of course, uh, more advanced, more developed. We have a new. Uh, uh, engine, but it's still a lot of experience from yeah. the past and the tools. Yeah. Some people are surprised you haven't made the same decision with Cyberpunk and mm. put it on the next gen consoles <laughs> instead of these. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we still we still like to. I think the, this, it's interesting. I think this this cycle because um, this actually we, we we had one and a half of a cycle. Yeah, so I think uh, if if you look at at the um, capabilities of these consoles and what what they can what kind of output in terms of gameplay experience they can generate it, it's amazing if you remember then the last gen mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, we, are, we are a little bit lost with what is last gen yeah so let's say like xbox 360 and ps3 uh -huh. Uh -huh. uh at the end the games comparing to pc were looking so so yeah very much so yeah people were having like on pc they were having a way better uh, experience and they were complaining so I think um, the overall perception of the of the previous generation mm -hmm. um, at the very end was a little bit negative yeah. right now there's lots of excitement there is still you know mm, quite a lot of people who don't have the 4k they are just deciding on the 4k so I think it's a, it's a great moment uh, to release a game and it, it will look amazing on, on, on both platforms is and gonna, PC as is well is it going to be on Switch? <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you, you know, uh, uh, just a second ago, you were you're doubtful that Witcher run, uh, Witcher three runs on uh, Switch. But if you, you have know, the technical wizardry, uh, to you get know, I mean, first let us finish the game on okay. on yeah uh, on 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 PC. You could uh, do like a PlayStation low five, like, like, like yeah, polygonal yeah, version, yeah, like yeah. PS one style version. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> one 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 thing at a time. So yeah. we're, we're not ruling out any options, uh -huh. but uh, it 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 has taken us quite a while and we also would like to see how um, a game like Witcher 3, so a mature game, mm -hmm. will, will perform on Switch where we, um, we're getting a lot of positive reactions uh, after the unveil and I think what was what is really cool that people were surprised, they were like ah, this was not possible and suddenly here it is so let's see how it goes and you know maybe yeah. maybe there will be a uh, Switch Pro who yeah, knows? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. 
Um, okay, so I, I want to switch gears a little bit. Yeah. I have a whole bunch of things that I want to ask you about. First of all, um, congratulations on the Keanu Reeves reveal. That was a lot of people's highlights of, uh, of the Xbox conference. It seemed like it was a, it was a fun one. Um, but when I watched that, as, as fun as it was and I much, as, much, as much as I enjoyed it, um, I was thinking about how earlier this year you guys had to lay some people off at GOG mm-hmm. um, because of financial difficulties. Um, and I thought to myself, oh, my God, like Keanu Reeves, that seems like an expensive thing. Um, are you, I mean, like how it's got to feel bad for those people who were laid off for financial difficulties, seeing that sort of thing. That's a sentiment that I heard from some people. Um, how would you respond to those people who say? I mean, uh, I'll, I'll respond that, you know, each company is judged by its performance. And if it needs to make adjustments, it makes adjustments. With Juju is one thing, uh, to the break rate is the other thing. And so... Uh, I think we we should do the best we can uh, for every single business we run, and so if we if it needs fine tuning, it needs fine tuning, and that that's all I can say. Are you worried about Gog? Is Gog? No, I'm not. I'm not. Gog is doing uh, doing doing well. Mm-hmm. You guys are happy. Yeah, I think we are happy, and so uh, we've just unveiled uh, Galaxy 2.0. So mm-hmm. actually, you can. I, it's still not open um, in terms of access. Uh, we'll, we'll be soon uh, running the, the closed beta. But Juju is moving to a little bit different price, a little bit broader price, hence the adjustment. So uh, we've never had any financial difficulties. Mm-hmm. So we are in very good shape uh, as a group of companies. But, you know, the whole world runs so fast that once in a while, whenever we see fit, we need to adjust. So it has nothing to do uh, with our financial standing. Got it. It's a it's an odd time to be in the digital store business with the Epic Store coming <coughs> around and paying money to everybody to to come on board. I don't know. I mean, you know, let, let's see. Like, uh, it's it's interesting because uh, you're talking to me and I have two hats on my head. Yeah, mm-hmm. one is the GOG hat, and the other is it's a regret hat. So GOG say you, you you could say yeah, it's 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 one more competitor, but are we really competing? Uh, we, we are DRM free, so mm, limited catalog. We come from the back cut, so uh, we focus on on the boutique content on the indies. Uh, so I think we're in a pretty good uh, uh, place. While at the same time you have uh, my Celebrate Red Hat, and then you know I say it's great. Competition is always good for the market, and let's see uh, what will be happening. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm really curious to see what 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 Epic will be able to deliver, and we've. Uh, uh, we've announced that uh, Cyberpunk will be available yeah. in Epic Store. Yeah. yeah, we'll have the people at GOG ever said to you, hey, put, put Cyberpunk as an exclusive for us so we can get some more business. Yeah, but it's, um, uh, yeah, people at GOG, it's me, yeah? yeah. As, uh, <laughs> so, well, because it's uh, an interesting tension. Yeah, 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 of course, but... Um, with uh, with the games we make, we want to we want to get to to as wide audience as possible, and and Cyberpunk is definitely the case. So uh, we have uh, a lot of you know hardcore fans at GOG, and if you've noticed when we started the pre-orders, we've actually put a small note uh, that if you buy it at GOG, hundred percent of the proceeds stays in the project group, mm-hmm. and actually. Uh, we see it translating to pre-orders. So uh, I meet a lot of people say, okay, I ordered pre-ordered at GOG, I pre-ordered at G-. And that's great. Uh-huh. But if they prefer to pre-order on Steam or Epic, that, that's their choice, and we, we're happy with that. Sure, 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 sure. Um, yeah, so uh, I wanted to ask you, so it seems like there have been a few different controversies, controversies um, 
over the past week, there was a controversy over an image with a transgender uh, woman. Um, and then there was also a GOG tweet a few months ago that I'm sure you remember was very controversial. Um, have you guys, do you guys feel like you need to review some of the stuff that you're putting out there? Maybe can get more consulting with people who are, who are affected by this sort of thing or actually. So, um, I think we, we've, we've commented on the GOG tweet. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we've, we've put it in the past and, and uh, we are consulting a lot, and I think you must have seen um, uh, the answer from uh, the art director, Kasha, yeah, yeah, working yeah. directly on the piece. So I think yeah. she, she answered it uh, uh, directly, and mm-hmm. she's the artist responsible for it. So I, I don't think it's I have an anything more debate. to add. Yeah, it, it, is, it is, it is. Because the, conver- the conversation over like whether something can be in a game that is like, hateful and controversial as a piece of that art but it's meant to be hateful and controversial I think I think it's also important so uh, again obviously f- it, it can be perceived as a touchy issue mm-hmm. and uh, we really wanted the artist to speak up yeah and that's what we can do right now yeah but then at the end of the day I think people should just wait and see the game, see the game yeah. and then formulate an opinion yeah. and then criticize or not because it is like you know it is a screenshot a tiny, yeah, still we are aware and we are, believe me, we're consulting a lot of things mm-hmm. in the game. And uh, uh, Yeah, I yeah. agree with that sentiment that yeah. you should wait and see and judge it as a yeah, piece of art. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. I will say that some of the sentiment I've seen from yeah. people criticizing yeah. is that it's like because of the history, it's like, oh, can we really give them yeah. the benefit of the doubt? So that's always something that's tricky. I know I know it's very unfortunate, mm-hmm. but... but Believe me, there is no connection. So yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, and and on that's on a similar note. Um, I was watching the cyberpunk demo, and I find it really interesting. Um, you guys are exploring this Haitian culture, yeah. this culture of like Creole gangs and Haitian culture. And I've actually seen a lot of mixed opinion. Like some people were like, "Oh, this gang of people, they're kind of." stereotypical other people i saw who are haitian i saw them being like on twitter i'm sure you saw them being like oh yeah we're being represented finally in this game um did you guys like uh do you have haitian writers working on this did you talk to haitian Uh, we're actually consulting with an haitian ngo here yeah so yeah that's cool yeah yeah we we, we are we're very sensitive to and and we, we every single time we try to to be as professional as as we can because mm-hmm. you know uh, although you know mm, uh, there is 25 percent of uh, of foreigners in our team expats yeah. and and we have def- different races and people from different cultures you know we we cannot know everything so we always uh, check and here actually we have a Haitian NGO mm-hmm. involved and yeah we've been discussing that yeah, yeah 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 do you feel like cyberpunk is such an interesting genre that is so heavily political and like explores so <laughs> many so many themes of fascism and, and just really interesting things um, do you guys have like something that you're trying to say with this game do you have a message that you're trying to send actually people? you know um, I would like to hold on uh, with that until we release the game because, fair enough because like like if you look at the Witcher 3 although I think Cyberpunk gives a lot more possibilities and uh, you know for some people it can be considered a minefield so yeah. we, we are we are very we are cautious and, and careful um, and always checking mm, uh, different areas but if you look at at uh, uh, Witcher 3 there were there was there were a lot of very serious themes we we're touching and I th- think we did it quite well mm-hmm. so um, people should play the game and I think th- there will be very different opinions yeah. but there is a reason of what we're doing and, and it's all very well thought through that definitely there is a message more than one yeah. uh, and people can formulate their own you know, um, 
mm, reactions and, and conclusions once uh, they play the game. What I really strongly uh, believe in it's, is the freedom of uh, of speech and, and of uh, artistic expression. So I really wouldn't like our people internally to feel pressured that they cannot do something because, you know, it's, it's, it's dangerous or you think we always consulted we always um, guide them and help but we, we like them to, to to do the things they feel passionate about and not restrict themselves you know? yeah and it's worth noting that in a in an industry that's very much like male player male protagonist power fantasy you guys had some of the best female characters that we've seen in an rpg and siri and yennefer and tris and some so you guys have have a good pretty a pretty good track record with that that thank you very much jason question. it means a lot coming from such a harsh critic as yeah you. well now i have to get to some harder questions okay um, okay i gotta go <laughs> um so yeah going back to the labor topic a little yeah. bit because i want to dive a little deeper into that um when i you and i spoke on skype a couple of weeks ago i asked you what would you do if your employees decided to unionize? And you kind of uh, dodged the question a little bit. You said it depends. It depends what they want. So let me give you a, a hypothetical scenario right mm -hmm. now. <laughs> your employees come to you and say, hey, you know what? We have decided we are going to start a labor union. Would you guys, will you recognize our labor union and support us and work with us? I mean, you know, we, um, uh, we're a Polish company and we adhere to the Polish laws and regulations. Mm -hmm. So whatever it's done according to the law we have to respect it I, I i don't think i have a very profound answer for you here yes i would cheer or no i'm against it it's, okay. it's just you know if if people want to unionize they unionize if it's according to the law then we respect it and, and that's pretty much it okay fair enough yeah yeah i mean that's fair some some bosses would say something yeah. different some bosses would be no, a lot but more anti-union like we don't no, need but, a union here but honestly th th there is no different answer because if it's according to the law what they can do sure no. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and yeah, I mean, do you feel like you've properly, like when when we were talking before, mm -hmm. Adam Badowski, I believe he said that like your big goal for this year, for this final year, now that we know it's the final year of development, was not make it like The Witcher 3, like be better than The Witcher 3. Do you feel like you have enough of uh, the tools and pipelines and production plans in place to like make sure that that's I, like I sincerely hope we do. Yeah. Yeah, just to be able to avoid having going through that. How much of the game is actually finished at this point? I know it's a tough question to answer because I, so I cannot answer this question. But but is it yeah. is it? Are we, you guys? Yeah, we, we are. You know, I mean, uh, it, I would say we, we are on track with mm -hmm. the day. That that's all I can say because th this is really internal production and whatever okay. answer it, it it doesn't really. That's fine. Matter, um, yeah. So from your perspective as a co CEO and as someone who's wearing two hats, like has two jobs already, yeah. and on top of that, you travel a lot. I know. Mm -hmm. um, I know you spend a lot of time in China, or at least you used to. But um, as someone who is like doing a lot of different things, mm -hmm. um, how is it? How how do you balance that with managing and making sure that like these things that you're committing and and telling me can actually you be know, practically implemented? Okay, so um, there is uh, seven people on the board of the company, mm -hmm. and and the whole board is behind it. I mean. In my role, it's uh, it's publishing international. Then uh, Adam Badowski, mm -hmm. it's obviously um, uh, responsible for the teams, but it's it's a content dialogue, uh, constant dialogue, and uh, we are all involved in that. So uh, each of us covers different uh, part of the company, but we all work as a team. So you know, when when we take a commitment like we did uh, publicly, yeah. then we are all behind it, and mm -hmm. and then we work hard to make yeah. it happen. 
Well, so on a similar note, how do you ensure that, like, so sometimes it depends on the department, obviously, right? And some departments, like the audio team or, like, the QA team, will often have it the worst towards the end because just there's no way to avoid it because the pipeline makes it so they're at the end of the development process. How do you ensure that they have the same sort of good treatment as other people earlier in this? But it, it's, it's, it's all a matter of management. So then if you look at the top management then it trickles down level yeah mm-hmm. there are directors and each director covers different departments mm-hmm. and it is the role um, our leadership role and then hr it's highly involved hr partners but these are already you know like the 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 mechanics of internal mechanics of of every single company and yeah and yeah that, that that's it yeah 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 Okay, so we have to start wrapping things up. Yep. Um, so I guess, yeah, I mean, is there anything you want to add to this whole conversation or, like, tell people out there who are who are uh, excited for Cyberpunk but maybe, like, a little bit worried about, like, the, the human cost it takes to make any of games like this? And oh, my goodness. Certainly not yeah, just you yeah, guys. Yeah, you always have to end on a grim note. So I think... Um, no, no, no. This, <laughs> we'll end on a better note after this. Don't worry. Uh, okay. No, I think I um, uh, will we'll be... Uh, We'll be showing the game on Gamescom, so if they have uh-huh. a chance, we definitely invite them to come and see. And if yeah. not, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll be uh, we'll be showing it uh, on PAX, and we'll be streaming at the same time. And you're so gonna put this demo on YouTube, uh, right? That's you, yeah, th- th- that's 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 the PAX mm-hmm. uh, at the end of August. So we definitely uh, appreciate people for their patience, and yes. uh, um, there'll be obviously, and there is already a lot of previews and and, and screenshots. That's that's what we are able to share right now. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, I, I hope they will they will they will be waiting for our game and they will enjoy it. And uh, only after that they they will formulate their uh, their good or bad opinion. And we'd uh, really appreciate and a little bit of faith in us, considering yeah. what we've been delivering in the past. Yeah. have faith in other words. <laughs> well, so the I want to end on a positive note, just for you. I actually think that it's it's people might I don't know if people are agreeing or disagreeing, or we'll have to wait and see if like what you're promising actually comes to fruition and. I'll certainly be checking up on that over the coming months. But I want to say it's kudos to you for actually being on microphone and talking about this because Bobby Kotick and Andrew Wilson are not being interviewed about labor practices. So thank you, Martin, for actually sitting down with me and talking about this stuff. So I very much appreciate that, and kudos to you for that. Uh, Thank you very much. Uh, I would also appreciate, uh, yeah... (laughs) check on us but not every single day so that we can actually (laughs) (laughs) so we can actually develop the game a little okay we'll talk again hopefully by this time next year I'll be able to say wow you guys did it and you guys it wasn't brutal at all and then there's one more thing which I'd like to say because um, I think uh, you're definitely uh, raising important issues uh and you know whether some companies and some people agree with them or not but uh, you know I'm responsible for our company and I really care about our teams so guys if you have a problem talk to us yes we, we have open doors uh, we are there for you and, and it really matters to us so I mean first and foremost I, I believe you know we are mm, coming out in public and uh, we take these commitments just, just to show everyone both outside and inside it can be done differently but then you know it all happens internally so is there a way yeah. people can contact like yeah, anonymously like send yes anonymous, yes anonymous but, but there, are, there are only there's so yeah. many channels you yeah, know yeah, that's yeah, uh, yeah. That's good. That, 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 there is no problem to, to getting in touch either in person or sending an anonymous message we have all the uh, sounds all, great all Martin, the thank you that. so much for coming on the show and i cannot wait to play your game yeah great thank you very thank much you. jason thanks
Kotaku Split Screen is an official podcast of Kotaku.com. It's produced by Kirk Hamilton, Maddie Myers, and me, Jason Dreyer. Kirk edits and mixes the podcast and also wrote and performed our theme song and other music. We're a part of the Fusion Podcast Network where Mandana Mofini is executive producer of audio. You can find us on popular podcast services like Panoply, NPR One, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And we hope you'll leave us a review if you like what you hear. Find old episodes at kotaku.com slash splitscreen or email us at splitscreen at kotaku.com. <laughs>